Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Dyra. For those of you who can't see, we have two guests with us today. One who is actually a returning guest. And obviously, you see we got another new guest. For those of you who can't see, it's okay. We're going to let them introduce themselves. <laughs> you first. I, I'll, I'll, okay, okay. okay. I'm, I'm Kristen. <laughs> I'm the returning guest. Her at name is Where the Road Forks, episode 22. So if you remember Kristen, the girl who lives in a van, she's back. Yeah, and back. she's going to update us on her on her little sex life and her dating life. Because last, time, last time, it was, looking, it was looking tragic. Yeah. But we have another well, guest. On. <laughs> Still a little tragic. <laughs> but we have another guest guest on the podcast you can introduce yourself what's up beautiful humans my name is lexi you can find me on all platforms at, at lexi peters don't spell my name wrong it is l-e-x-i-e period p-e-t-r-s-s you know what i'm saying period don't fuck Ooh. it up that's me i don't know should I tell we got sexy lexi we, yeah yeah tell us tell us who you are what you do um i do a little bit of everything it's so hard to like explain but overall i kind of just like to say i'm a creative producer because i like to create and i like to make shit happen i love to bring people together i do lgbtq plus events in new york city and hopefully all over the world one day um as well with that i'm a dancer model influencer i do a little bit of everything i just like to create and um spread love and she's fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know and you don't follow her, stop what you're doing. Listen to us after. Go follow them both because they both pop in on social mm-hmm. media. And we all like, you know, a fellow LGBTQ plus partner mm-hmm. of the community to be out here popping the way that they are. So I appreciate y'all on y'all platform because y'all really doing it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, and thank we, you for having us. I'm very excited yes, to be here. Uh, this is so exciting. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode, so keep listening. We're going to get into a bunch of different things. So I want to play a game real quick. So I got Let's this do game. It. <laughs> God, hold on, hold on. I got to give them And a let me tell you out. why this is going to be even better <laughs> is because I planned on bringing this game. <laughs> right. And I was so sad. I was telling mm-hmm. Kristen, I was like, oh, like I meant to bring that card game. I wanted to pull a card and talk about <laughs> lesbian shit. And I forgot the game, and I walk in, and she already had it. I was, I was like, it was "It's perfect. the universe, right? The right? Universe. Y'all supposed to be here." Great minds think alike, but yeah, they're called Let's Connect, the ultimate lesbian game. And their Instagram handle is Let's Convo. That's L E Z C O N V O. So Sponsor we're gonna go us. ahead and get started. Pick a game, pick a card, pick a card, whichever oh. card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. I hope it's the juicy ones and not I the like too. let's get to know each other. <laughs> Y'all made it make it juicy. Okay. <laughs> All right, top of the deck. Top of the deck. Oh <laughs> Y'all, y'all want it juicy. Oh, no. Will it 
would I don't say. Know if I'm trying to make these type of confessions. No, no, no. What is it? Have you ever used a household item as a sex toy? Oh, wow. That's raunchy. Wow. So we like it. I'm not answering that question. Yes, I have, but <laughs> I'm not going to let y'all know what it was. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Wait, so we all have? Have you? No. Um, I'm not household in what way? Like just something that's not a sex toy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's let's switch it up. Let's, you want to do another one? This is how we get infections. Yeah, yeah, pick one. Pick, all one. pick one. Okay. From the top of the First of all, I'm not scared to talk it. about it. If you got a nice shower head, use it. Ooh, I like that. Use it. Okay. What are your thoughts about play parties or group sex? Oh. Mm. What you trying to know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me, but to each their own. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. valid. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I know I have a lot of friends who've been to a lot of different play parties, and play parties are actually like really cool because they're all different. Like, there might be one where there is group sex, or you know, like it's more like interactive, and then there's also play parties where you go like with a partner. And they'll have people performing or even people who will, like, demonstrate and kind of, like, teach you new things in the bedroom, which is really cool because then it's, like, it's just a whole experience. Like, sometimes there's, like, play parties where there's just, like, very sexual performers. Maybe they're teaching you how to tie and do, like, BDSM type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I never, like, knock something totally off of it. I'm super Mm -hmm. open-minded. And I think that depending, like, what opportunity comes into the air, I'm also – I just love – learning new things Mm -hmm. so and i'm a very sexual person so it's like i'm into it like Mm -hmm. i don't know about group sex haven't been there yet (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah but you know the the you never know you Mm -hmm. like you really never like we never know what's gonna happen tomorrow Mm -hmm. the next day years from now so i'm not gonna totally knock it off but Mm -hmm. i think it would be cool to like attend one just to experience see what it's about you know Mm -hmm. i'm I'm interested it's fair I'd be down to just watch, you know. See yeah, we else, we talked about it before briefly, and we said we'll just watch. But like, I yeah. I would still need to be drunk. Yeah, yes. and it would I it might even that. be fun. Yeah. Like, I think it would be really fun for you two to like mm-hmm. even go as a couple. Like, let's say it was a like a play party where more so you go together, mm-hmm. and it's all like super obviously like obviously everything I'm assuming is very I mean, like I said everything mm-hmm. is probably different wherever yeah. you are. Yeah. But everything is like. Um, it's a lot of consent. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you go to these places and people are like, hey, like, do you want to play? Do you want to join us? Yeah. You know? And it's very like, you could easily say like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm good with my shorty. We back here. <laughs> and like, y'all could even go and you might be at a sex party. Y'all might see some shit and it yeah. might turn you on. And then you might be like, babe, let's go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, right. like uh-huh. it might just be yeah, fun right. to be in that sexual environment. Because uh-huh. I think it's so important that just as humans and like, especially the older generations, they do not talk about sex. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Most of yeah. us didn't learn about sex or even mm-hmm. have sex talks with our family, especially yeah. being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my mom, I told her, and she's like, uh, first thing my mom told me when I came out gay is, mm-hmm. I've never had a gay kid before. <laughs> so I don't really know what to do, uh-huh. you know, which was really cool. It was super uh-huh. valid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think it's like, I never knock. I'm super reminded. I just mm-hmm. think it's like, why not try it? Like, yeah. you can't say you don't like something if, if you've you never don't tried it. Try. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's fair. How long you been on this little journey of yours of don't knock it till you try it? You almost spare her water out. I am dead. Um, don't knock it till you try it. Damn. I feel like it probably. I wasn't always this way until I started like my self love journey and my spiritual like journey of just like mm-hmm. exploring more mm-hmm. and just knowing that there's more to me as a person and mm-hmm. there's more to the world. 
you know, rather mm -hmm. than just black and white. Like, it's like, there's a lot of different, we were talking about it too. Like mm -hmm. there's so many different groups of people mm -hmm. that if you're not in that environment or group yourself, you know nothing about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to not make assumptions, not judge people and not like mm -hmm. get into that habit, I guess, mm -hmm. of like being in people's business. Mm -hmm. Like it, it has nothing to do with you. But mm -hmm. um, yes, to answer your question, I started my spiritual journey when I was like 16, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, so once I started it, I just started like kind of questioning my whole life. And I was like, damn, like that's something I said I didn't like, but I've never tried it. Mm -hmm. So then I kind of just started exploring and trying to, to see mm -hmm. what I like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone, I, this is a really good like segue into like labels and, and all of that, because I was listening to one of your podcast episodes and she also has a Thank podcast. You. It's called Peter's Perspective. I've been slacking. I'm not <laughs> as consistent. I'm trying to get consistent like y'all. <laughs> and one thing that I really liked is that you had said that my name is um, Lexi, not lesbian. I told you that today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so tell us a little bit about that and why I didn't watch the video, but mm -hmm. I did listen to the podcast where you mentioned that. It. Yeah, mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for mm -hmm. checking it out. Um, Yes, yeah, so my name is Lexi, not lesbian, was something I was very passionate about. I actually posted a YouTube video that ended up like, I don't want to say it went viral, but it got a lot of good feedback mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people feel, especially nowadays with there being so many different types of labels mm -hmm. and, you know, whether it's sexuality or whatever other, you know, environment you are in, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people feel like, shit, I need to fit into one. Mm -hmm but I don't fit into this one. So I got to do this, but that doesn't work either. So I need to make my own, mm -hmm. which is why now, you know, LGBTQIA, and I'm pretty sure there's a few more that I'm leaving out. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's plus because there are so many different things that people almost feel like they need a label to mm -hmm. feel like they fit in. Mm -hmm. And with why I was so like passionate and like inspired with the whole, like, my name is Lexi is like, at the end of the day, does the label really matter? Like, mm -hmm. we shouldn't have to identify ourselves with our sexuality. Period. It's almost like I told her literally mm -hmm. earlier today, I was like, you know how it's almost like offensive to ask a woman their age? It should be offensive oh. to ask someone their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, you're trying to, like, find out what they into because you're trying <laughs> right. to take them home. Right. But it's like, other right. than that, like, mm -hmm. is it your business? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. so the whole, like, my name is Lexi, not lesbian is because when I first came out, I was the first, like, I came out 10 years ago. This okay. is before TikTok, before Instagram okay. even. Like, this is before it was almost like, quote unquote, yeah. trendy. Yeah. We came out you super know. late. Yeah. <laughs> super late. <laughs> but so I came out a long time ago. And when I came out, times were really, really different. I was the first openly gay person in my school. I was the first person to dress of a different, like, gender, wear boys clothes, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And everyone introduced me to their friends as, oh, this is my friend, like, the lesbian. Oh, they, didn't, no. they didn't mean it in oh, a bad no. way they were yeah. kind of just like oh my friend's a lesbian like yeah. they did it like kind of like a flex almost yeah yeah because yeah. i was cool i guess yeah but so mm -hmm. i think i got fed up over that and i was like yo like my name is like there's more to me than just, just me liking girls yeah right mm -hmm. and i think it just it just comes down to that like i don't ever want anyone to feel like they need to fit into a label or they need to have it all figured out because mm -hmm. even like i said like shit's changing constantly you're changing you're meeting new people mm -hmm. you're in new environments every single day mm -hmm. at the end of the day like whatever your name is even if you didn't like your name and you changed your name whatever you mm -hmm. identify with now your name like that's all people gotta know mm -hmm. unless they're behind the closed doors with you and they want to know you deeper it's like 
you know, keep it a buck. Like, yo, my name's Lexi. What's good? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all you got to know. Like, mm-hmm. and if you fuck with my energy, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it was a different time for, for like, us when we came out. Yeah, when did you when come the young Girl. I was young, young. I was, like, in high school. Oh, my God, yeah, me too. I came out when I was 14. How old yeah. were you? Like, around there. I was around, yeah, 14, 15. Because, like, I, I had, came out, like, the year It was, like, eighth grade going. year where, yeah, I, like, like, it happened. And I was, like, oh, shit. And then, yeah, going into high school, I was, like, all right, I'm going to go for it. And I so I started that. pursuing that. Yeah, so but I think like it's OG. different for y'all. Uh-huh. We're yeah, yeah. Hey yeah. Mamas. Right. Yeah. And that's how we tell her how to be, like, yo, the... It's completely different. Like, I feel like it's, like, a whole lifetime after. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy mm-hmm. because we're not that old. We're not. So, it's, like, how the fuck, like, the way it's changed and, like, the community has changed and how people come out has changed. And I don't want to say it's easier for y'all, but I do want to know, like, how for mm-hmm. you guys coming out later, do you feel like it, like, with how the community is now and, like, like society is now, do you feel, yeah, in some is it way. easier for you guys? I felt like it was it was easier because thanks to TikTok, I had that like <laughs> visual representation seeing like yeah. older, like in their 30s, women mm-hmm. who were more feminine presenting come out because I guess growing up, everything on the TV was kind Man, of woman. Yeah. 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 What, mm-hmm. Or it was just more like masculine presenting lesbian. It where, just it just wasn't us. Yeah, uh-uh. it wasn't. And so now I feel like it was easier. It was still hard with family mm-hmm. and friends and mm-hmm. I think that was going to happen regardless. Yeah. But as far as society, I feel like it was a lot yeah. easier. That's yeah, a, I, I think agree. that's a good point mm-hmm. too. And especially like that's something that's really good about social media, I believe, because, you know, I came out before social media was like big and the media was popping. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you can agree. And it's almost like I was telling her today, like, when I first came out, I looked up lesbian. Like I, I looked up hashtag lesbian on mm. Instagram, and what came up was not what I wanted to look. It was like, tragic, but <laughs> but I thought I had to look like that. Yeah. So yeah. I started changing mm. how I dressed, how I talked, how I walked, everything. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, and I think it's good that you have your representation. Mm-hmm. Like you could see someone who maybe was even in the same situation as you. Oh and, yeah. And you know, you can be like, she's just like me. You know, mm-hmm. and you, exactly. You have that. I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. What about for you? Um, I would say the same. I think society was very accepting, but I feel like family and friends was a little. It was a little. They it's were always tough. They were caught off guard. They were like, yeah. "Oh, you're so feminine." Of course, I would have never guessed. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Uh, the assumption. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does the way I dress have to do with who I dress? <laughs> right, it's right, like, right. Shit. That connotation. That's like, oh well, lesbians look like this. They're masculine. That's they look more mm-hmm. manlier. They yeah, and it's just like, yo, yeah. that's not mm-hmm. how we look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the old like the back in the day that mm-hmm. you could be like, oh, they're you know they're gay. That's a mm-hmm. lesbian. But and like you said, I think that. In that time, we like conformed ourselves into that, like what we thought we had to look. Right, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, like that's how we gonna get girls. How else are they supposed to know? <laughs> right, yeah. and that's the other thing too. Like when you talk about when you ask about my video, mm-hmm. like I'm Lexi, not lesbian. It's because I hated feeling like I had to fit a certain stereotype. Mm-hmm. I was like, why does right. it matter? Yeah, like, I don't want to wear a flannel today. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to wear. Yeah, flannel I almost, today. I almost wore like, one today. Almost did. <laughs> You know, it's just like, you know, just like the little stigmas, mm-hmm, like, yeah. like almost like, oh, like if I have an undercut, they're going to think I'm more gay. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I always saw her. I'm like, only gay girls that. have an undercut. <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, then if we think about nightlife, because we, we do it too. As mm-hmm. much as we're like, oh, I wish it wasn't like that. We're also like, damn, how do I know if she's gay? And we mm-hmm. want to know. We want to be yeah. able to see it. But at the end of the day, 
we got to stop making assumptions in our community and mm-hmm. we just got to communicate. We just got to yeah. say, hey, are you into girls? No? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm up. I'm up. Go over there because I dated one too many straight girls in my uh-huh. life. Thank you. I think it's important even just to see that rep- like visual representation that like lesbian can look like anything mm-hmm. because even – like starting to come out I was like I've got to be more masculine Mm. like I still even though I was seeing that representation I was like I gotta be I'm I feel like I'm more of a leader in my life normally Mm -hmm. and so I kind of assumed like oh well if I date women then I have to be masculine I have to be Mm -hmm. masculine to be a leader Ah. (laughs) but in dating women I have realized they very much like to be submissive (laughs) (laughs) let's get into it But it's been so nice to almost just be able to like fully embrace my femininity Mm -hmm. in a way that I don't feel like when I was dating men I could do, Mm -hmm. but that I felt like at first I had to choose a more masculine Mm. presentation. And even the first woman that I dated, she kind of was encouraging me to explore like my masculinity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I felt like I still had to be that for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then I realized, no, like, I'm just got to be me. I'm good with who I am, yeah. and I don't need to fit any type of mold yeah. to be and a lesbian. And I just want to piggyback off that, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think that masculinity and femininity has to do with the men's and women's section. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, my God. let me tell you, masculinity mm-hmm. and femininity are energies. Mm-hmm. They are. Period. They, you know, like femininity would be more of a nurturing side, would be more of a mothering side, which every single person in every, if you're a human, you have femininity in you. And that's why I think it's so beautiful when men embrace Mm -hmm. femininity and they're able to be honest about emotions and, you know, femininity is about just the flow of things, feelings and emotions and most of the stuff that a Mm -hmm. lot of the generation nowadays doesn't have. Yeah, which is so important. A lot of the gen, a lot of what I'm seeing lately is just like heavy masculinity in everybody, and masculinity mm-hmm. is you know having let's say stability or and it doesn't mean stability financially. It could be emotional stability. It could be like you're able to hold space for someone. Like that's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's masculine. That it's masculine energy, and I think this is something that's so important and needs to be talked about because so many people are like, oh, masculine, feminine. They dress like this what like yeah. I get it I get mm-hmm. it to a point yes because it's like you dress more mm-hmm. it makes sense both ways but at the end of the day when you're talking about yourself as a person how you dress doesn't represent if you have masculine or feminine energy because most of the time um masculine <laughs> women are very feminine and They're I just want to be held like up. a baby <laughs> and cuddled and babied and like tell me I'm your baby girl and, <laughs> but you wouldn't think that from my tiktok you think I'm a fuck boy yeah. but I'm not okay I just yeah. want to fall in so for the people that aren't watching on YouTube, y'all should get on YouTube. Um, because obviously she's dressed more masculine, but you guys need to see her mannerisms to Ooh. understand. I'm saying for the people who are listening and not watching. <laughs> but I have and a yo, funny. I be, I be dressing. I be switching it up too. Oh, I y'all see that. See my sexy I see that. I, that's a follow up question. It's coming up. Okay. okay um, but I, I do have a funny story. She's one time, <laughs> one time I was at the mall and I was at the guys in the guys section. And the girl who worked there, she was like, you do know this is the men's section, right? Oh, what right? the fuck she was? I said, girl, I of course I know this is the men's section. I no, can't duh. shout out the men's section. I didn't say all that, but I was like, duh, like I know right, it's the men's section. And I, just, <laughs> <laughs> and I just walked away, but she made me mad uncomfortable because I'm like, 
I don't think it matters where you shop. It doesn't. Yeah. Because I love going to the men's And not section. only that, mm-hmm. you could have been shopping for a brother. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no idea why I'm even here, honey. Uh-huh. I'm shopping for my boyfriend. Right, Definitely right, not my right. boyfriend. But, like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, another assumption. Yes. Like, why are mm-hmm. you assuming that I'm even shopping for myself? And right. even if uh-huh. I was, why are you assuming what I'm doing? Exactly. Leave me alone. Which is Weird. crazy because I, I, you would think, like, if a male went into a female section, somebody would somebody would be that weird and be like, "Yeah, it's the women's section." They wouldn't say that. No, they, they I would, would, but that's I, what I'm I saying. Like, why would it shopping. be like, yeah. "Oh, as a female in the male section, like, bitch, like you said, I could be shopping for could be shopping anybody." For like, right. you don't know who I'm shopping for. Right. Why? Why does it matter? Right. Like, right. Yeah, people are weird. The first time I went to the men's section at Target, though, I was How like, feel? I was like beat red. I was so paranoid. <laughs> I, was <looking> at <laughs> I swear to God, I was so scared. Cute corduroy. <laughs> I was getting a button up. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed, but I was like, it's fine. They're just going to think I'm shopping for a man. And then right. I was like, no, Kristen, just be fine. <laughs> no, sometimes yeah. I do feel weird when men are looking at me. Because they're like, oh, this witch is going to take all our hoodies. Like, yes, I love the hoodie <laughs> can section. I, can I have a confession, too? Mm-hmm. I've been shopping in the men's section since I was 14 years old. This is 10 years ago. I'm 24. Sometimes I still feel weird. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. there are those few men that are sent in there and they're kind of just, I mean, granted, I dress like this. Too. So they're like, it's for you. So they're also mm-hmm. just like, the who? That's a motherfucking lesbian. You know? Like, <laughs> they're thinking whatever they're thinking. I don't know what they're thinking, but like, I definitely, I definitely feel that and I will definitely openly say I get really uncomfortable walking into the women's bathroom every single time mm-hmm. and it's really oh. scary. Oh, that's so interesting. Because, Has someone ever at, like, yeah. like, Oh, really? Yeah, when I was, mm-hmm. I don't get it too much nowadays. I get looks nowadays. Uh-huh. But when I was younger, when I first came out, I like, I really looked like a dude, I'll tell you. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I had long hair down to my butt, if mm-hmm. you didn't know that. But I would wear a slick back bun mm-hmm. every single day with a snapback, mm-hmm. and I'd put the hood over it. Okay. So um, you can't tell, you can't tell nothing. I got a hood on, I got mm-hmm. a hat on. And I've walked into the bathroom, and I got, um, honey, this is the woman's room. I got that, and then mm-hmm. another time I got. Oh, the men's room is on the other side. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I turned around to one of them. I was like, "Do you want to see my tits?" <laughs> because I told I told my ex girlfriend about the first one, and she was just like, "She's like, next time, flash your tits." <laughs> and I didn't flash my tits, but I I did. I asked the woman. I like turned around. I was like, "Do you want to see my tits?" Oh my goodness! And then she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I was like. And I give like the nod, like the nod of disappointment. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, feel that. <laughs> feel that shit. Yeah. Kristen, well, yeah, that's well, something I still uh-huh. feel like every time I walk into a woman's room. Yeah. I get kind of, I get, I get anxiety, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Kristen, I want to ask you, what are some assumptions that people have made about you? Uh, I, I think especially coming out later in life, mm-hmm. a lot of people have assumed that this is a phase. Okay. That, um, yeah, that it won't last very long um (laughs) a lot of assumptions i think that people put on me though are more van life based not Mm -hmm. maybe on my sexuality so a lot of people like to make the assumption of oh she's traveling on like her parents money or something like Mm -hmm. which i wish (laughs) (laughs) i I wish i had right right i am looking for a sugar mama (laughs) (laughs) must be latina (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to put you on blast. <laughs> I do have a type. Uh, it's fine. I'm looking for Latina too. Que loque. Tu eres bonita. Mami. Come on now. I'm going to be fluent Spanish by next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that that's like the biggest assumption a lot of people put on me. Mm-hmm. Like while I'm traveling, they don't know me. They just see my face and see that I'm like doing all these cool things. And they don't know that behind the scenes I'm like 
working my butt off to try and get like brand deals yeah. and collaborations and try mm-hmm. and just be free. Yeah. So yeah, I think those are like my biggest one that I get like a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So since we brought it up, what's y'all type? <clears throat> oh, they want to know what your type is. Yeah, type you ain't getting a follow for nothing. <laughs> um, I would say um, she's gonna describe the girl that dark she's hair, to. dark to eyes, somebody? and I, a Latina. I am, but Wait, I would say right? the past three women that I've dated have been Latina. Oh, curly yeah. brown hair. Oh, <laughs> curls. It's the curls. I love me some curls. Right. Yes. Oh, so there's been three. Say, we kind of have the wait, same wait. type. <laughs> so wait, there's been there's been a watch girl. You no. might watch girl. No, there's been three since you've been on the show, or just in total? Just in total. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Baby so, gay is making her round. <laughs> as you should. So would you say that your dating life has improved since last time we spoke? No, no. Oh no! Try it, Dick. No, I want her. I want Come on, y'all. She got the fucking van. Like she's right. trying to show you the world. She traveling the world. Like right. you like getting yeah. with a mountain view. <laughs> Period. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's why I want to be. Yeah. No. I mean, I feel like I, I am also just like in this discovery of myself still. Okay. Just trying to like navigate that. So, mm-hmm. I think that kind of casual dating has been good for me mm-hmm. in this I think casual season. dating is good for everyone yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think it's just been a good way also like um if y'all saw the previous episode I guess this wasn't actually in the episode but my dog passed away yeah like the, that was that day right after we did the episode yeah mm-hmm. um and so people don't like teach you how to deal with grief mm-hmm. and grief has really affected my love life in general where mm-hmm. I just feel like guilty for any type of happiness um, and I know that a lot of people will be like, it's just a dog, but I've nah, been with that dog nah. every single day for the past three years. Yeah. Yeah. That dog I think my a lot life. of people, as much as you think people will shake it off because you've un- unfortunately had to deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people watching are going to relate and maybe even reach out because yeah. it's something that not a lot of people talk about. Yeah. yeah. I literally had someone message me and tell me their sister had just passed away, which my heart hurts oh, wow. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like you know, basically telling me to get over it. It's not as serious. And they were like, I feel like you're milking it for social media and for like the attention. And I, it kind of like silenced me in a way because I was like, People, people have some fucking nerve to send you messages like this. Yeah. (laughs) She get tight. (laughs) My thing is like, that's the thing like people really get into and I don't know why. It's like your, your path and your situation in life it's not going to be the same path and situation other people go through. Right. So for you, that's if that's grieving for you, like that's the first grief you had to go to, that loss is going to hurt regardless. Yeah. Right. Person, right. Like nobody animal. has any idea. Like, mm-hmm. right. And they're like, oh, it's a dog. But like, they don't know what y'all been through together. If I, like, they don't yeah. know, if I never you know? had a dog. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, and not only that, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's none of your business. Right. Like, if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say well, it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's like, I'm not trying to compare my grief. Exactly. It's, it can't be compared. It's of course. not the same loss. Nothing, right. like, emotions can't be compared. Like, mm-hmm. trauma can't be compared. Like, because it's like, yeah. no matter what you, we go through, we mm-hmm. go through it on different scales. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. my own, it's my journey. Right. It's my fight. It's my path. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not, nothing to compare. Yeah. You can't compare mm-hmm. mental mental health. You can't compare, like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not okay because everyone is so valid right. and everyone is individual in their own journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, grief is a journey that I don't wish on anyone. Mm-hmm. It has been really hard. So I feel like that has definitely kind of impacted. Just mm-hmm. I haven't been able to be like as emotionally 
in touch with myself or in Mm -hmm. tune. Um, So I've been trying more to recalibrate my emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I feel like I've I've been doing this like New England trip of fall foliage and that Mm -hmm. has helped so much being out in nature, just sitting at waterfalls, crying, missing my dog. Mm -hmm. Um, I miss him every day. Yeah. Um, But uh, I think I'm, I'm like kind of tilting on a better like, I'm, like, on an yeah, upswing right, right now. Yeah. So. And I'm happy. And I remember when we first talked about it, you were – she was hesitant to go on the trip because she was obviously so upset and grieving a lot. And I was like, you need to go. Like, he would want you to do this, you know. Yeah. And I think and I think you're doing a lot, of thi- a lot of things that remind you of them. And I think that's something that a lot of people, when they're grieving, they do less of it yeah. because they think it will hurt. But it's like – you got to let it hurt because it will, you know, it will make sure you're closer with them. And I think it, I think it helps heal more. Mm-hmm. Like when you keep doing the stuff that they love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I just, I, I came to this realization, like I not, I got to be good with myself before I mm-hmm. like, like bring right. anyone else into the picture. It's not fair. Definitely. I feel yeah. like I've hurt. And I'm proud of you for that. For yeah. Real. yeah. It's not so. easy. So I'm proud of yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's really good because I feel like a lot of people jump into relationship after relationship after relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We see that a lot on social media with lesbian relationships on, on TikTok and yeah, yeah, in yeah. our community. And I mean, we can't assume when the breakup happened right. and when the new relationship happened, but when you put it on social media, it just looks like you're not you're not grieving and you're not working on yourself. Right. And that's mm-hmm. like one thing we talk about a lot in the podcast, like work on yourself like learn how to be alone like people who jump from relationship to relationship they're not mm-hmm. working on themselves they're bringing right. in old baggage into Drag, their new yeah, relationship yeah. and that's not helping Trauma nobody bonding. and and that's actually Love what i recently bonding. did <laughs> like i recently um got out of something mm-hmm. and then bear passed away yeah. and then i started seeing someone else and mm-hmm. i brought in that baggage because mm-hmm. it was instantly i was trying not to feel the pain of mm-hmm. everything that was going on in my life so I was trying to numb it or distract it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hurt her. And I feel like shit oh, for that, man. you know? Like, mm-hmm. so that's why I was like, no, I just got to take a step back altogether, like, yeah. and just figure out myself. Before take I care of your heart. Love yeah. your love yourself so you can love other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So back into the gay stuff. Back um, into the gay stuff. <laughs> we love you. We're I proud know. of you. No, hold on. So, so <laughs> keep loving yourself right. and let's keep being gay. Um, you, so when you came out, you didn't have... You haven't had, like, a relationship. I haven't had an official relationship. Right. Um, but so when I first came out, I waited six months before I started dating. Okay. And then I started dating someone, and it was just typical lesbian fashion, zero to 100. Mm-hmm. We love yeah. that. Yeah. You, Hall. <laughs> and, you know, for Halloween. CoStar was so right because CoStar was like, no, this is not a match. What's it, your sign? It was not, not a Gemini. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, they're astrology lesbians. Yeah. So, <laughs> kidding. so am I. So, do you guys yeah, want to know right? my whole chart? Because, <laughs> so you're an Aries. I know that. I'm an Aries. Yes, I'm definitely an and Aries. And what's your other ones? I am no an Aries sun, mm-hmm. a rising Libra, mm. a Gemini moon. Oh, nice. um, oh, my I, Venus is an Aquarius. Okay, now, now uh, you know. Now you know. Now you know. Aries. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now you lost no, me. But no, it doesn't matter. Nothing crazy. I would just a lot of Aries. I just have uh-huh. a lot of air and fire in my chart. Oh, that's good. How important is astrology to y'all? Not at all. All right, cool. It's very, <laughs> it's very, it's very important to me personally. Not at all. I feel yeah. like what some of it. I'm a Virgo. Okay, Virgo. I just saw a tweet that said Aries need to stop being so mean to Virgos. <laughs> I can't relate. I'm a, I'm a Virgo. Too. I'm gonna, 
You're both a Virgo yeah. love story. But yeah, isn't your, y'all's birthday like two days apart? It's, it's actually like, like a week. Okay. A week. They yeah. have a birthday month. Yeah. Okay. I love they you. It's, it's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> very expensive. Vibe, but a lot mm-hmm. of sexy time. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I love what I y'all love did. That. Like, just do a do a trip. Oh, yeah, that's what we do. That's Every great. Year. At this point, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Good stuff. Our next trip we've taken with you. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah. Pack, us in Pack, Pack us in a van. Y'all should come down. Pack us in a van. Wait, yeah, we're going to Mexico. <laughs> Literally. When? Come down to like Cabo or something. I'm, I'm down. down. I would love to. I'm going well, so doing a caravan. Okay, so so I'm doing like a queer caravan down to Baja. And so there's going to be a big group of us, but mm-hmm. I'm basically staying in the Baja Peninsula the entire winter. So like from mm-hmm. mid December until mm-hmm. March. And Mexico, oh, right, which is I'll right under Cali. So y'all go fly out and I'll drive us. Oh, that's how close it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, road trips are nothing like, to us, but to right. y'all, it might be a while. I was going to say, from like San Diego. I can drive for 10 hours straight. That's 22 hours. I've I mean, never even been to Cali, that. so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't been to Cali. Oh, Again, wow. I've been to Cali. You've never been like to Cali. I've been everywhere times. but Cali. Wow. Mm-hmm. And You've been yeah. I've been a few times. Okay. I love LA, it. San Diego, LA, San and San Diego. I, I have not been to San Fran though. Okay, okay, a vibe. Yeah, and I wanted to move out there at some point. Um, but the way everything was set up, I didn't. Come through. You gonna take me with you? <laughs> yeah. All right, I got a couch. <laughs> hey, I'm the so sexy couch. Uh, sexy Lexi, you're moving to That's me. to Cali. <laughs> <laughs> what part yes what part? i'm moving to los angeles california wow um, i'm not living Super downtown gay. i'm very grateful i actually got a place in santa monica mm-hmm. which was not easy Bougie. but so i'm gonna be in la which i'm very excited for that's amazing it's gonna be a new beginning why um why right um well this year which is actually crazy i went on two big road trips um, from January to March, I was on an met. East Coast. I was on an East Coast Got road it. trip, and then from April until October, I was on a cross country road trip. So I went from New York and I did the north, the north coast ish through Indy, through Kansas, mm-hmm. over to Co- Colorado, Utah, down to LA. Stayed in LA for a month. Met a lot of amazing people out there, and. I've been to LA many times before that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am never moving to LA. <laughs> because just, it was not a vibe. And I think it was because environment is so important to me. And I was, the few times before this year, when I went out to Cali, I was around a lot of people who were very, let's say, Hollywood. You know, it was That's about, what I hear a lot. It was about the clicks. It was about the money. It was about, you know, it was just about like literally the shit the rappers talk about. You and know? you're from New York. And so I'm this is a New big York. difference. And I'm from mm-hmm. New York, right? So it's, it's not even that it's a big difference. I think New York energy is just that like people are all like whatever, like they're, they're going to be cool unless like you're not cool. But they're, yeah. but they're honest. Mm-hmm. They're straight up. Like, if in New York, if they don't fuck with you, you will know. In right. LA, they're going to be your best friend, but hate you. Mm-hmm. And you won't that. even know. Uh-huh. So, that was the vibes I was getting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm never moving out here. Da, da, da. I got caught up just in some like lame shit. I was like, I never want to come here. This is weird, right? So, uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to figure something out. Maybe I'll go to Miami. I questioned a lot of things. Uh-huh. Then, this summer, I spent two months in Los Angeles and I met Soul Family. I met mm-hmm. people who just care about helping each other, believe in each other, support each other. They're fun. They're vibrant. They have good energy. They care about, you know, their self-discovery and their self-healing and their self-growth. And, like, 
that's what I'm about. They love mm-hmm. nature. They love adventures. And I think you can find these types of people anywhere. You could mm-hmm. find the types of people mm-hmm. that work for you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You just got to put in that effort. You got to reach out. You got to make new friends. You got to, you know, I had to go through a lot of different groups in LA to find mm-hmm. the one that really made me be like, damn, like I want to be around y'all all the time. Mm-hmm. And I started taking dance classes out there. And I was like, my inner child was like, it only took you so long, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I really, I think I've always wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but just self-doubt was like, mm, nah, maybe something else is for you. Maybe something else is for you. And mm-hmm. now, now that I got it, it's just like, I'm like flourishing before I'm even there. Like, right. I'm just like so ready. I'm so excited. I'm going to go take dance class. I'm going to go, you know, be with soul family. I'm going to take every opportunity I get, whether it's mm-hmm. modeling, acting. And I just want to have, and I want to create and I want to just live life. I'm yeah. proud of you. But yeah, That's amazing. So, um, if you go to Lexi's page, you'll find some some videos of her dancing. So, what, Lexi? <laughs> what type of dancer are you? I want to make need sure. The titty pillow. No, no. I want to. <laughs> Lexi, I want to make sure I get the terminology correct. Yeah, what, what type of dancer would you consider yourself as? You dropped the boob. Oh, no, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh it's definitely um, hard I'm now. A- <laughs> okay um i am a masculine go-go dancer and a burlesque dancer Um, just a fancy way of saying i'm a stripper no i'm joking (laughs) love Um, to hear i I definitely don't i don't strip i don't fully strip um love to all my sex workers dancers you're all incredible and amazing pole dancers i see so much love and art in all dancers and all just everything it's so beautiful Um, personally, I, yeah, I'm a masculine go-go dancer, so Mm -hmm. I'd be taking off some layers or whatever, (laughs) and Uh I'm a burlesque dancer, so burlesque, um, I still have a lot to practice and a lot to learn in the art of burlesque, because I think nowadays it's definitely got a little water, water, what's it called when someone puts like water in your liquor? Water down. Water down. down. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think burlesque dance has definitely got a little watered down, because, Mm -hmm. um, in the art um burlesque is basically the art of seduction and you know whether it's the big feathers or the lace or whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know it's burlesque is meant to be very classy very seductive Mm -hmm. very much about the art of a woman the art of music all Mm -hmm. that good stuff and i think nowadays it kind of got a little turned into just go-go dancers who Mm -hmm. lip sync Okay. No, no offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I can't, I can't say nothing myself because I haven't even really performed full on burlesque. But I have mm-hmm. a few friends who are like incredible burlesque dancers, and they're definitely bringing back the art of burlesque, which mm-hmm. is the art of seduction. And it's you know about seducing your their crowd, getting them excited, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So I want to get more into that for sure. Practice. Mm-hmm. And learn more of like the actual art of it, but also I'm definitely down for some go-go dancing as well, which mm-hmm. is more of just the freestyle stuff. I'm a grind on the floor. I'm gonna give some lap dances, mm-hmm. magic. Mike, You're lucky we don't women. we don't have space here because I will give you make Kristen a lap dance right now, but we don't have space. Um, <laughs> but okay, so so I have a question about that. Is it hard for you to date girls when they find out that you're a go-go dancer? Are they turned off by it? Do they like it? Because you know, the lesbian community is a little. Just possessive, possessive jealous, <laughs> like, Valid. how do they react to that? Like, Valid. I appreciate this. Deserve. I like this question a lot mm-hmm. because I recently dealt with someone who kind of was just not okay with it. And mm-hmm. I think what I learned from that is it's very hard to date people who don't understand the industry you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you do sports, you know, it's hard to date people who don't understand sports because you're talking another language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as a dancer, I dance with 
everyone like and and it's not even in a way where it's like she's a hoe like no I said I dance Mm -hmm. I dance with everyone I don't fuck everyone right Mm -hmm. and there's a big difference Mm -hmm. and I think it's hard for people to tell the difference um however with me um like I love dancing with my friends I love dancing with new people it's a way of connecting like I'm big on dance because I think dance is a form of connection and Mm -hmm. I think as Latinas you guys Mm -hmm. understand that like Mm -hmm. yep there's just so much culture in dance and that's why I love the Spanish culture. And like, mm-hmm. I've always said like, mom, I need to marry a Latina. Cause I want to, <laughs> I want to be like bachataing in my kitchen at 3am. Like uh-huh. I love like the art of connection and mm-hmm. just dance. And I think it's just a great way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. So when I date people, you know, they take it as like, like I've had a girl, for example, um, I posted one of my videos that you were talking about Mm -hmm. and she kind of looked at me and she's like, you look at me like that. Like, why are you looking at her like that? And she kind of just felt, I know it's kind of just like, oh damn, that's annoying, Uh but it's valid. Mm -hmm. Cause then I'm just over here. Like you're not wrong. Like I'm looking at her, like I want to fuck her, Mm -hmm. but that's the point. Like I'm trying, I'm getting paid to seduce her. Okay. Yeah. You know? So it's like kind of in that way, like Mm -hmm. that's the job, you know? And then people would be like, Oh, go make your money, go do your thing. But then there's that attitude on the end of it Mm -hmm. where it's like, you don't actually want me to. And then uh-huh. I've dated people who are so supportive of it. And they're like, you look so hot. Go dance with her. I'm a watch from afar because it's hot <laughs> as hell. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and I think I need to be with someone who is like, go do your thing, make your money. Mm-hmm. But just know I'm taking you home. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of like, I love that shit. Like be possessive in that way. Like where it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm coming home with you. But like also give me the freedom to do what I love because they understand that it's the art, it's the job, you know, it's it's what I love to do. It's dancing, it's connecting. It's like, like I said, I'm not fucking them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm dancing mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're saying, people are definitely possessive. And it definitely just depends on who you're with. But the people who have understood me most are mm-hmm. people who are also dancers. Okay. Or people who just think it's nice to watch, you know? Because then they're <laughs> yeah. like, go ahead, baby, I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that too. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, you can go, I'm a watch. Unless it's like. Mm-hmm. someone I'm not cool with. <laughs> do you think that if it wasn't like a a profession for you that you would be okay with it like like I guess vice versa type shit like, like if, if you weren't in that mindset because you were in that profession right. then most times we take it as like why you dance with her how you dance with somebody right. else yeah. you, you with me and you know what I I did it someone actually who it was hard for her because I just like even if I'm not working I'm a dancer so I love to Uh whine I love to Mm -hmm. bachata and Mm -hmm. any style of Latina dancing is Spanish dancing Mm -hmm. is very intimate Mm -hmm. you know and I think I was dating someone who their ex cheated on them at the club while dancing. Yeah. So then when she saw me at the club dancing, uh-huh. it triggered. triggers a trigger. Yeah, yeah. But something that's very important is that your triggers are not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, people need to learn about their own triggers, learn about healing them, learn about them. Definitely talk about them. Definitely communicate them. Let's talk. What can I do or what can I tell you that will make you feel better or that might help you? And it's really all at the end of the day, it's about communication because no matter what situation you're in, no matter who you're with, you just got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like when people are like, oh, that's cheating. Mm-hmm. But you two might, like, for example, just you two, because you're a couple here, it's mm-hmm. like you two might have a totally different idea of what cheating is. So when you get into a relationship with someone, you need to sit down and be like, what do that. you yeah. think? Right. What is cheating mm-hmm. to you? You know, like if mm-hmm. I, I'm very friendly. If mm-hmm. I talk like this to my friends, are you going to think I'm cheating on you? Right. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. sit down right. and talk about it. Like, where, where's the line cross? Mm-hmm. And that's why communication is so important. Yeah. Because you never know. Everyone is different. Everyone's had a different friggin' experience. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. at the end of the day, it's communication. Yeah. 
I agree. So would y'all have a problem with your partner dancing with other people? Why are you asking me? I'm asking both of (laughs) y'all. Both of y'all. I think it really depends. I feel like if it's a random person that I don't know that we literally... it's kind of just like, what the heck? Then I would be like, who is this? Because I could agree too. If it's a friend, it depends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even me, like yeah. thinking of mm-hmm. watching, like you, you ask me vice versa. And sometimes I'm just like, damn, I can't be like, <laughs> I can't yeah. be telling them to be okay with it. If I'm if over here, not, like, uh huh, yeah. like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Spying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's just important to know, too. And it's mm-hmm. also like, it's like a lot of people are like that and they're mm-hmm. social and they like to dance with people. So you have to know if your partner's like that. Right. Yeah. But if your partner's not like that and then they're dancing with someone, then that's kind of when you could question it and be like, right. you never dance with people. Why are you dancing with her? Right. Yeah. That's where it's confusing. But sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, I know I said I'm, like, doing my own thing right now, but I still am kind of, like, talking to someone. Um, And she's Cuban, and Mm. so she loves to, like, dance and everything. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how to bachata and do merengue Mm -hmm. and salsa. So, yeah, I don't know any of those. And I told Mm -hmm. her I really want to learn. Like, I want her to teach me. But if we were to go somewhere and she was to go and, like, dance because she wants to, she was like, I'll dance with a man. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want to dance. I'm like, that's That's how I feel like Mm -hmm. I just – Sometimes you're going to see me in the club backing it up on a dealer. On a dealer, really? Absolutely. Okay, like, then. I just like to uh-huh. dance. Uh-huh. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, I yeah. just like to dance. And sometimes I do get weirded out, especially if I'm dressed like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what a dude. I'm like, people are going to think, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, especially if I'm out with, like, a few of my friends, like, mm-hmm. they don't even have to be, like, gay boys. Like, even straight cis men. Like, mm-hmm. that I'm good friends with that mm-hmm. I know are obviously cool and good and only yeah. surround myself with good energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I love how, I just love having a good time. I love yeah. dancing. So mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, I, um, I haven't dated anyone that was yeah. like, um, like into like all that type of dancing, but I have a lot of friends who like mm-hmm. dance. Do you guys know what Zook is? It's mm-hmm. a Brazilian style dance. It's very intimate and sexy and I want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's similar to like bachata and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And it's just like. I have friends who I watch and I'm like, I just sit there so jealous. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely agree. I think like, if, mm-hmm. especially in the Latina culture, like you see people dance with everybody, passing yeah. them around. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And passing Getting them around. Getting that cardio in. Like, your mom now. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. Like, Literally. that's what it's about. Yeah. Now, I will say, because you, you mentioned like backing it up on someone, I will say like twerking might be, I might feel a little different. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's, that's, where, that's where you draw the line. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. if you're going to dance your culture in a certain style, I love dance with mm-hmm. someone. Go ahead, but if you're trying to twerk, come over here, baby. Yeah, right. right. like yeah, like I can handle that part. So mm-hmm. I don't need you to go and yeah be with anyone else. Right, right, right. She's like, I could twerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. I like that. That's respect. All right. So everybody has their own idea of cheating. So it's cheating to ya. What is cheating? Yeah, to you. To, to ya. Ooh. I was gonna say it has to be like talked about with the partner because I'm also. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are polyamorous Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of curiosity in the polyamorous community. Mm -hmm. Currently I'm like, I'm just going to be solo polyamorous because I'm at a point where I just want to like get to know people and explore. And I feel like I'm in, I'm at a point where I'm very focused. I just, I just hit a point this year where I was like, I need to just like go like tunnel vision and like get my shit together. Like 
go hardcore on myself, like believe in that one thing. I just want to like push, 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 get to, you know, get financially stable, get my shit figured out. And then like love will come to me when it's meant to. Like when I'm just focused mm-hmm. on myself and loving myself, that's when it's going to come. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like out here looking for a relationship or like if someone asked me on a date and like I have any interest in them. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna go. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's so important to casually date and get to know people. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm still like, I don't really know right now, but mm-hmm. as far as cheating, sorry, I get off topic. <laughs> I have ADHD. Um, cheating, I think it depends. It depends on the relationship, and I definitely would have to talk to my partner about it, especially being that I'm a dancer, because mm-hmm. a lot of people would look at me and say that everything I do is cheating, mm-hmm. which is hard, which is why yeah. I need to, when I do meet the love of my life, um, <laughs> when when uh, when they come into my life, mm-hmm. um, I think you know I really do believe they're either going to be like someone who's in my industry or mm-hmm. understands it and supports mm-hmm. it right. and supports me and yeah. just mm-hmm. gets it. So mm-hmm. I think cheating it's hard for me to be like, oh, this is cheating. But granted, if you're telling someone else or giving someone else your t- if someone's getting the same attention as I am, mm-hmm. I'm not be like you cheated, but I'm gonna feel the type of way. Right. And then obviously physically, if any boundaries are crossed, are crossed. I've I've dated people who like kiss their best friends on the lips and things like that. So I can't be like, oh, you cheated on me. But like, you start kissing people that I haven't seen. You kiss that's, a no. mm-hmm. like, that's, that's a no. Like that's, that's a no. That's a no for me. <laughs> but you know, anything so sexual, uh-huh. and I think there's emotional cheating as well. So mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think it just depends on the situation and the partner and you got to talk about mm-hmm. it and decide what cheating is because nice. it depends on who they are and how right. they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I call my friends babe. Mm-hmm. Like I call my friend boo, lover. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. people might be like, you called her babe, you're cheating on me. Like, <laughs> you know, like, people, some people are like that. No, like, not that. <laughs> no she's like, a, she's like a, that's weird. Right? <laughs> that, you guys talk to each other like that. You guys act like, each, act like that with each other as friends. And babe I'm like, is my name. Babe is my name. Right. <laughs> that's suspicious. That's not. But that's not. That's. It's hard for me to be like this is cheating because I just think it depends on mm-hmm. who I'm with mm-hmm. and where we're at. Right. I'm a bit more strict. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. This is like a seesaw over here. You know, yeah. I'm not emotionally invested into anyone right now, uh-huh. so I'm probably like, oh, slowly. As soon as I'm emotionally invested, I'm like, she can't do this or this or this or this. You so. were literally on the way here, like I, I'm like. Like with someone from the talking stage, I'm loyal in the talking stage. Mm, that's so. me. It's so bad. Yeah. I need to stop <laughs> with the and straight most, girls. With uh, the straight uh, girls. Uh, we'll get into the straight girls. No, we retired because I'm retired from that. <laughs> She's, part lying. Of my life. No, She's lying. No, for real. I'm. I went on. I'm going on a date this next week, and I'm only dating people who are lesbian. How many straight girls have you fucked with? She said too many to come. All right, hold on to that. Go ahead. Okay. And all you. <laughs> Take the floor. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a little more strict. I feel like I, I'm going to be more hurt with emotional cheating mm-hmm. than physical in a way. Like, if it's a one-time physical thing, like, that's maybe something I could work through. But I feel like emotional cheating, like, if y'all are having, like, texting conversations, like, all the time and, like, you're, like, giving your energy to or someone telling them else. something you didn't tell me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like that's that's hard. I just uh-huh. feel like then I'm like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like, but emotional cheating gets a little vague. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely feel like that's like a huge line for me mm-hmm. as far as physical. I mean, I it depends. Not really. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, not really. Exactly. Yes, yes, no. no, 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 no. Um, so no, no kids. Oh, obviously, like, like if more you have sex with someone else while we are exclusive. Goodbye. You're never gonna see me. Yeah, again. Mm-hmm. you can hug Easy. someone. Yeah, right. that's about it. But do you really stick to that goodbye? 
What? Do you really stick to that? Have goodbye? you ever taken someone back after they cheated on you? Yeah. No. You? No. You? Have you ever been cheated on? Not, not to my knowledge, okay. but I had suspicions, okay, okay. and I was a stupid bitch, so I did, I did, valid, valid. I did, I Me did give a second chance. I've given second chances, but not for cheating. Mm. <sighs> it's up in the air. It's it's not black and white. Yeah. But see, for me, there's, like, family trauma that stems from, like, mm-hmm. cheating. So that is oh, yeah. a hard line right. for me. Definitely. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a no-no. Yeah. I'm the same way. I feel like I, it's like, I feel like the world is trying to become, like, more open and more fluid. And I feel like it's so hard to, nowadays, to just, I guess, like, be with one partner. You see so many threesomes and open relationships mm-hmm. and, like, people see and they're like, oh, that's cool. Like, look at this polyamorous couple mm-hmm. and look at this, like, trifecta couple, whatever you want to call it. But it's like that. I'm old-fashioned. Like, that's just not yeah. my style. And that's like, valid. Right. Like, All I, of it's valid. I just want to be with one person. Like, right. And I feel like it's hard because then you kind of look like a square because you're, like, boring. Yeah. But like, you know what? Not mm-hmm. even because it's crazy because it's like when I'm not emotionally mm-hmm. invested in someone... I'm more of that. Let's flow. Let's be open. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to polyamory. Right. Yeah. As soon as I'm emotionally invested mm-hmm. in someone, I'm like, eh, <laughs> let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> Put a ring on it. That's right. funny because that's how it was before I got with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I was, and it's funny because you're saying all this shit, and I'm like, girl, I did that. Yeah. Did that. I was there. I was ready to move to Cali, do my thing. All the bitches was out there, but the bitches are not loyal. Um, so whatever, it was cool, but I was in that more open stage too, where I was just moving or grooving with whatever I felt comfortable with in the time and exploring. Um, and then, and then in walks the love of my life. Basically, she <laughs> came in and was messed it up. <laughs> right. Not even like she's like I, that ain't gonna happen. I'm here. <laughs> and and these home. And the shit didn't bother me. It was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, girls, yeah, like, I've been doing like, this. For a while, so yeah. I'm okay with letting it go. I'm right? down to settle. Like, yeah. Not like, settle, but like I'm down to settle down yeah. with somebody. Like you said, marry no, me. No, but I, I was the same way. Like, I feel like I was the type of girl that I was like, we're having fun, bro. Like, let's just have fun. Like, let's just connect. Let's just, and yeah, like, let's just have grow. fun. Like, I hate it when girls were like already trying to get serious. So I'm like, well, I'm just having fun. I told you I was having fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just and giggles. So I think it, re- so it really depends on the person with me. Because yeah, I could yeah. I could go with the flow. Right. But I feel like if I really, really like you, then I'm not going with the flow. That's but, how I am mm-hmm. for sure. Like I, if we communicate and we're going with the flow, I just mm-hmm. hate that like open-ended shit with mixed mm-hmm. signals. Like I hate a bitch who can't communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you back to the straight girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to the straight girls. Like, I want to talk about that. I think like with my experience, it's just like it's been really rough because it's like I get with I meet somebody and there's a lot of like chemistry and curiosity in this connection so we start connecting and then comes the lovey-dovey talk and then comes kind of like a honeymoon phase in a way where it's just like wow this Mm -hmm. is what we could be this is what we have potential for this is what we're capable of and then it kind of is just like and it goes downhill they're back with a boy or like Mm -hmm. whatever it is but it's like at the end of the day you could have just told me you wanted to explore your sexuality we could have just had fun we could have been fuck buddies you know it could have just been friends with benefits we could have because at the end of the day, they're like, I don't want to lose you, though. And I'm like, well, you already lost me. Like, you should have said that in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, I didn't have to catch feelings for you. Mm-hmm. We could have just had a great friendship and mm-hmm. fucked on the side or explored mm-hmm. that on the side. You wanted to explore women. I could have taught you whatever you wanted to know, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's just like, that's why communication is so, mm-hmm. so important. I just feel like it's overlooked because it's like people don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But yeah. something that I am really passionate about is like, 
I would rather you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like if it hurts, like I'm be like, ah, oh, damn. Like I'd rather be friend zoned in a way. Like I'd mm-hmm. rather be friend zoned than be led on mm-hmm. or someone beat around the bush. Cause it's just like, it is so much better knowing than sitting there every single night. <laughs> yeah. How does she feel about me? Does she want me? <laughs> Why am I even here? Am I wasting my time? Da da da. Not my sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you get me? Like it's like I think uh-huh. everybody can agree. You would rather know. I mean, right. some people might be like, no, I don't want to know. Right. But it's like I'm the type of person yeah. where it's just like just just be straight it's up. But be- yeah, it's best. Brutal to say- honesty yeah. is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people don't have that in them to be like brutally honest. Yeah, you gotta be really brave. It's not only like hurting you, but I think in a sense it hurts them as well. And it's a sense of like, I don't want to say embarrassment, but uncomfortability. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. when you're moving into a space where you're not comfortable and you you don't understand like yeah. most straight girls don't understand like the relationship between mm-hmm. another woman so it's uncomfortable initially to be like all right might, i don't know what i want from this mm-hmm. and they yeah. might even have their own assumptions on top of it so then they almost yeah. feel like they're disappointing you. right mm-hmm. yeah which is why i've had so many like soft spots for them because mm-hmm. i'm just like i really believe that like love is just love and so mm-hmm. you know that's why the, the labels and shit like it doesn't matter like i think if you meet someone who you really vibe with mm-hmm. anything could happen so that's why I've given straight women so much grace. Mm-hmm. But like my mom tells me, I give too, too much, much grace. <laughs> um, she's like, Lex, too you got to start dating women who actually like women. How many right. straight women have you dated? Um, I've been in eight. I've had more like short, short-term mm-hmm. relationships with women. And maybe this is the reason why. Um, but like girlfriends, like full on. We asked each other to be each other's girlfriend okay. and spent time. They came and met my family, all that good stuff. I remember I've been gay for 10 years now. Okay, okay. I have had seven official girlfriends. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I've never That's once, a lot. I've never once dated a lesbian. Even short term. Really? Were they like bi? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so. And, and Chris, I, yeah, I wanted to ask confusing you. confusing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Because I get like a straight woman wanting to like maybe have like a sexual or just like a romantic fling, but going into a relationship like would full you really, on being like, my girlfriend, like would left they their ex boyfriend for me. Straight because no, uh, yeah, I, but that's I would the thing, say, and that's why it's so tricky to even like. That's why I don't like judging anyone or making assumptions because someone I dated just had internalized homophobia, and mm-hmm. she was like, "I mm-hmm. could never be gay, but I'm in love with you." And it was like, so, and it was more confusing right. for them than it was for me, and that's why I'm like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. Like I'm an empath, so I feel. Mm-hmm. I've been in the closet. Mm-hmm. I feel what you're going through. I know it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I've been in a lot of just uncomfortable situations that like brought me back to even like being in the closet. Mm-hmm. Women who weren't out, like I had to almost yeah. go back to the closet and face those feelings again that's that tragic. were just like, yeah. where like I would go out in public yeah. holding my girlfriend's hand, and they'd be like, "Oh, like we can't do that here." Yeah. And, like, my stomach, like, my mm-hmm. heart would sink to my toes. Like, yeah. and it was just, like, whoa. Like, I've never had to, like, hide who I was in such yeah. a long time. That's invalidating it, your relationship. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's tough. So, it was really tricky. And, um, like I said, like, I just give people grace because I really believe that love is love. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, I just really wanted to, like, prove that to myself. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, it was almost like I was chasing something. And that's why I always dated straight women. I just mm-hmm. made, like, a whole TikTok about this. But I think now I'm at a point where it's just like, I was telling her, as we talked about a lot of stuff today, and I was like, I, I, when I envision my wedding, let's say, if I ever get married, when mm-hmm. I envision it, I see another woman. Okay. And a lot of women, some even, mm-hmm. some even people who are gay, they don't envision a woman. Like, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, not, like I said, not mm-hmm. speaking for everybody, but I've noticed that I date a lot of 
straight women mm-hmm. and then I, I get butt hurt that they leave. But in the end, like they don't want to build a whole life with me because they don't envision that. Like they see yeah. a man, like what you were saying, uh-huh. like it's all they saw on Disney or, yep. yeah. you know, yeah. like Disney Channel or the fairy Happy tale and they picture the Prince Charming and I'm mm-hmm. like, I could be the Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think yeah. it was just like, that's what yeah. I've realized. Like if I'm with anyone, it needs to be with someone who mm-hmm. also sees themselves being with a, a woman, woman long term. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where the, I'm at. I kind of want to piggyback on that because I feel like something that someone said to me when I was questioning, like I had a lot of gay male friends mm-hmm. um, and I would, I would confide in them like, Hey, I'm kind of questioning like my sexuality. Like, I don't know. How did you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I was too scared to be friends with lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but one of my friends said, well, at the end of the day, who do you see yourself with a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess I see myself as a man, mm-hmm. but that's because that's all, it's all I've ever know, known. That's right? all I've ever known. Yeah. That's all the examples had ever shown me. And so I was like, I guess a man. And he was like, all right then. Like, he's like, I always saw myself marrying a guy, so I knew I was gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I am straight then. Or if I'm bi and I still see myself with a man, like, maybe it's not worth putting. And you had putting... to go through that. Like, that internalized, like, what am I? Yeah. Or, like, just mm-hmm. putting everyone through the drama. Yeah. Right now. Like, let me just stay, stick it out with men. All right, uh-huh. mom. I guess it was a phase. <laughs> uh-huh. like... I mean, that was literally five years later that I came out. I mean, it yeah. really pushed me deep back into the closet. And so... I guess I just anybody who is trying to like envision or anything like sometimes it's not that it's easy. It's, not, it's that not that easy. It. And especially if you've never even seen it, you've never been to a yeah. gay wedding. I, I used to work in a lot of weddings, like doing like, you know, serving stuff. And I, I would see gay weddings. So like I started mm-hmm. feeling more comfortable, more comfortable with it. But then I would think about like, what about my family? Are they going to come? Like, I, I, think I would, that I would think about, I would think too deep into it. So then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not even going to think about that shit. Like, what if right. we don't get married? Like, what, I don't know. Like, yeah. what if we don't have a big wedding and we could just go to the courthouse? It could just right. be us, right? And it is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's hard because it's just like, at the end of the day, like, you don't even know if you're going to get married. Part right. of me loves my alone time. I might just buy a ranch with a bunch of horses. Right. Who knows? Right. Cats. <laughs> but right. Cats, dogs, you name it. But it's just like, it is really hard to just like tell. And that's why it's important to just take things day by day. Know that you love yourself. You have yourself. And be really grateful for the good people you have in your life. And keep growing the connections you already have in your life. And I think everything will happen as it's meant to at the end of the day. Just trust the process. Yeah. So how do we feel about girls who say, I'm only gay for you? No. I used to think it was a flex. It's not. Same. I used to think I it, was it was like a, I turned shorty out. She only popping for me. Like, I'm, I'm that, I'm that <laughs> motherfucker, you heard? I feel like I'm better than a man. <laughs> Period. Like, it used to give me nah. such like an adrenaline rush. I used to think it was, it was such a, a flex. Mm-hmm. I used to think it was, and I think why, why do why do girls think that that's like a nice compliment? It's like listen, it's like being someone. a freshman dating a senior, mm-hmm. right? So what it's like, yo, it's like you're the exception, yeah. And oh, then okay. you feel like you feel accepted, yeah. You mm-hmm. you almost feel like a giant juice of acceptance. See, I feel like, like wow, it's toxic masculinity <laughs> blending into women. Listen, y'all can finish this. Nah, nah, I feel you. It's tricky. It's now seeing that I can understand, like, cause I. Stop fucking with straight bitches a long time ago. <laughs> Teach me. Yeah. Um, you just, and that's what it was for me. I was like, I just got to fuck with I got women that are are gay because it's just, one, not even just the teaching process. Obviously, at some point, you're like, all right, I don't want to teach, but it's just like, I want to learn now. 
And so what am I yeah. learning from you <laughs> right. if I'm what doing all the teaching? Yeah. Right. Baby. So I'm like, how am I supposed to grow? And how am I supposed to, I don't want to live in this sense of insecurity. Also knowing that you're going to go back to men or you're going right. to leave me for a man or you're going to leave me for other chick because mm-hmm. now that's what it's open to. You're still into men. Now you're, mm-hmm. now you're into women. I got to worry about other bitches too. So okay. you're always going to have to worry about people. Mm-hmm. But my thing is just like, I want to be with someone who knows what it's like to be in this space. Not but only so, that, but mm-hmm. also know what you want. Right. Yeah. I can't be with someone yeah. who's kind of just like, I really like you, but I don't know if I would stay yeah. with you. Right. But like, but <laughs> right. like okay, so right. there's some straight girls who listen to the podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what? <laughs> all right. So how do I say it? Like, what if they're like, so how do we, how do we know? How do we begin? It like, is how tricky. do we get into Like this? I said, communicate. If you want to explore, hey. Like, I had one of my best friends, one of my closest best friends, which is crazy because, like, she's, like, a sister to me. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Lexi, like, I think I'm queer. Like, I think I'm bisexual. Mm -hmm. um, But I've never kissed a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, are you down to, like, explore? Uh And we were kind of just like, this is weird. (laughs) And, like, I just remember I was like, yeah, sure, like, let's kiss. And, like, we went to kiss. And she was like, no, this is not it. (laughs) No, but it wasn't weird. because I was a female. It was yeah. because I was, like, her sister. Like, we mm-hmm. kissed, and I was like, that was really that's weird. weird. She's right. like, yeah, I think you just didn't do it right. I'm like, girl, I'm a good kisser. <laughs> and then we got in a fight, and no, I was she like. Did it. She did. I was like, girl. And it was so funny because I just think it was, I appreciated it so It made me happy that she said, I just want to experiment. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want right. to figure yeah. it out. I want to know. So it's like, if you mm-hmm. communicate that at the that beginning. Means, like, so you know saying, what to expect. Instead of saying, hey, I'm only gay for you, be like, hey, I'm really attracted to you. Uh-huh. And it's kind of mm-hmm. confusing because I identify as straight mm-hmm. and I'm normally with men, but I've never explored women. Like, what do you say? Like, right. are you down to connect and maybe explore? Then I could be like, yes. Mm-hmm. Now I know that I'm not going to get emotionally invested in you. Let's be friends. Yeah. Let's form a great friendship. You can confide right. in me. You can ask me questions about this, your sexuality. We mm-hmm. could really bond over this. I could tell you what I've learned, what I've been through and vice right. versa. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. could maybe figure out your sexuality through here. And maybe if through that figuring out you learn and you realize and a lot of time passes, maybe we end up do falling in love. Who mm-hmm. knows? But I need to know that at the beginning because mm-hmm. I'm like a little puppy dog and I love love and I'm just going to get excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I fall for women like so quickly. That communication piece is so important because mm-hmm. I kid you not, like days after I came out, I had somebody like basically asking me to have sex with them to explore. And I'm like, girl, I haven't even. Like, <laughs> right. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. It's sometimes good too when two people have never done it before because then you're both learning and exploring. Yes, but it's, it's that assumption that just because I'm into women, I, I wouldn't be into at all. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was gross to me. That was, what was that? that was great you know that, and was, you know that TikTok trend where it's just like when ugly girls ask me if I'm gay, no, no, I'm not gay. <laughs> what, no, did, but, what did you say to her? What no, but say? this is what makes it worse. Okay. It's like, so I used to mentor high school students okay and i mean she's grown now she's of age but uh-huh. she was one of the students she's i once mentored no. that hurt no. like i was like she be having students <laughs> i'm like hey stop, hey, stop talking hey. Was, oh, yeah i don't i did, literally did not know how to respond except to be like oh no honey like no nah that's too close no no yeah i mean all i really knew what to say was no and i was just like but what i recommend is that you go on the dating apps and like literally put that you're like looking to explore because Mm -hmm. there are people out there 
Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> Say it with your chest. They like straight women. Uh, and that's what makes it hard. I don't like that's what I just like it, women. But listen, I just like that's women. what also makes it hard for us who like women that like women, love women, fuck all the likes. Who, women who love women that are actually gay, we make it harder on ourselves because we're not fucking with people who are gay. Yes. And yeah. can I add to what we were talking about before about feminine, like femme girls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we first came out, mm-hmm. there were no lesbians mm-hmm. that were femme. No. Or at least we didn't know that. So yeah. the straight so girl I was the route. <laughs> I thought the only way for me, like I would, I, I would look at somebody like me, and I was like, I can't be with a woman who dressed like that. <laughs> but then I learned over time also that I do just you love can, women. Right. I had a lot of realizations. Yeah, How old yeah. are you? That was the that was baby game. She's me. young. Twenty four. I'm You're, the baby. I got person. four years on you. Yeah. So imagine, like oh you my said, God, you do, bro. You so are really legit. Yeah. Okay, well. but. That's why you it get was it. legit because like that. Yeah, there are now because, like you guys said, you see more representation, you mm-hmm. feel more yeah. comfortable, yeah. and that's why now it's easier. I don't want to say to find you know lesbians who dress more feminine, mm-hmm. but I am obviously attracted to that. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I love women. You know, it's sexy, whatever, cool, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like I think I always geared more towards straight women mm-hmm. because I loved mm-hmm. how they express themselves, mm-hmm. and now I'm realizing that like. There are plenty of lesbians who are dom femmes or femmes or right. just dress more feminine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I just need needed to kind of go through that realization right. and mm-hmm. realize that, like, wow, like, it's a different time now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There are lesbians you can switch who it up. dress. The other thing that comes with straight women feminine. is that <laughs> what, it's like the their first relationship. Oh, well, the challenge is, yes, that's the exciting part in it initially. But yeah. then it's like, it's like their first relationship. So they're uh-huh. all in. Yeah. And they're like with it, like. Oh yeah, like, this so is that's fun. the exciting. Tell me, my mom. Yeah. But that should get old. So mm. yeah. But have all right. So wait. No, I have another question. Wait. Studs, studs or femmes? What What do you prefer? Stud, femme, stem. You know, we got a we got a <laughs> we got a variety of branches now. But yeah, I feel like if I were to give a type, it be maybe more so like tomboy like I want mm-hmm. someone that's really like like presents a little bit more masculine mm-hmm. but is also really in touch with their femininity mm-hmm. okay. I really like that um I, I think this is just ta- TikTok but studs scare me um <laughs> stop <laughs> it that's the no, baby gay I'll be someone I'll be crazy she a baby gay side. don't worry don't take it personally no but <laughs> she also, ain't been on that side okay. yet mm-hmm. but can I just share this because I might get into a little bit of a side tangent um Okay, so the first woman <laughs> that I like, we were never like in a committed relationship, but we dated for like four months, um, basically because I was single my entire twenties. That was literally been my longest relationship in a decade, which is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, one of like after we ended things, one of the things they said to me was they were like, "You just need to go fuck with studs because you just want to be fucked." And I was like, "No, she didn't. She did." <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God okay. damn! And like, let they me also break this, this down because I've had you to slam really... your van door on her. Like, <laughs> oh, get out of my bitch! But she texted me that shit, so no. Oh, <laughs> black, black. But I was heated after that, and I was like, but I like really sat down and like reflected on it because that was also something that held me back from coming out for so long. Was like, I enjoyed penetration. Like, let me just get into mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I thought that that had to come from a man. But I was also always like. I would kind of mm-hmm. tell myself in my head, like, oh, this is just more like a tool. And then I learned, like, it really it really is like a, a tool um, that you can use. But because of that, it, like, it held me back for so long. 
and I totally forgot where I was going with this. Um, <laughs> masculinity. Sorry. Yes. Mas- so so presenting like, women. Or, sorry, excuse me. They were like, you need to be with a stud. And I was like, buds don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I really like kind of dug deep on that. And I was like, really started to dissect the difference between like femininity and masculinity and how they flow. Yeah. And like and how important both of them are. Yes. And mm-hmm. it just, I don't know. I, I think that that's something that's been fun about, mm-hmm. I guess, being a baby gay and like, um, exploration. exploring yeah. that. Right. And, to know yeah, because it's so you learn about binary yourself that way when too. you're straight, right? Yeah, like right. it's it's just this and that. Yes, right. But now it's like there's so many different um examples out there. Like mm-hmm. I loved the episode that y'all did on like the different types of like um lesbian. Girl, we got yeah. so much hate on that, but yeah. Well, it's funny because the uh-huh. girl that I'm talking to, she's like, I don't know, I'm just a lesbian. Uh, <laughs> that's not that's right. You don't always need specifications. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it helped to be like, there really is such a spectrum. Yeah, of, there is, and it's mm-hmm. so nice to be able to see that representation. Yeah, that I just I feel like that. I didn't grow up with. I love yeah. that, and I know I was talking a lot about how I'm obviously more into women who come off as looking straight, but it's like even at the end of the day, like we were talking about stereotypes, like what does gay look like, you yeah. know? Because it's not like that no more. It, like, it really like is just like everyone's different mm-hmm. and to each their own. Like what you do behind closed doors is my business. Mm-hmm. But getting into what you were asking about, um, it was kind of like what type of woman you're into. It's funny because I, for the longest time, I'm just like, you know, I'm into really feminine women. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I love, let's say a quote unquote STEM. Like I love someone who can, explore both sides of it be sporty like I just love someone who's just themselves and could just be cozy and whatever um but something that happened to me recently I'll tell you <laughs> guys I had to question my whole sexuality it was crazy like I saw this okay. masculine presenting woman and okay. I was like well, why am I drooling like hey <laughs> They were so beautiful. They be out here. They be popping. So beautiful. And, Uh like, I hated that it made me, like, question, like, why am I into that? And then Mm. I had to take a step back and I'd be like, bro, like, you like women. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you dress, look, da-da-da-da. It's like, yo, yo. If you are a beautiful woman, like, if you are Mm -hmm. a beautiful woman inside, I'm a very big energy soul person. And they, like, they're, like... Her and I have a lot in common, okay? We're friends. We're <laughs> friends. And if they watch this, they're going to know I'm talking about them. I'm, oh, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell. Yeah, I'm not going to tell them. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's beautiful. And I have a crush on her. And oh. she's and very, oh. very, like, masculine presenting. And I'm like, yo, like, I want you to get out of me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, be popping, I'm like, though. yo, what? But it did. I had to, like, take a moment. And I was like. Because it was weird that it made me like question my whole sexuality just because I was like, but is there a more woman? Because yeah. uh-huh. yeah. I, I was like, I was like, is that weird? Like a mask on mask, but it's no. not because it's no. how we express mm-hmm. ourselves doesn't matter. It's about yeah. the person and what's on yeah. the inside. Yeah, and, and when I, you when I you take it close off, it's the same thing, right? So, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there, and I'm like, yo, like she's got, she got titties. <laughs> I was like, damn, like I can't even be questioning myself because uh-huh. like she's a woman and she's uh-huh. beautiful mm-hmm. and she's got a good ass soul. I was like, I forgot I have a crush on right. her, and she knows that. I was like, mm-hmm. I literally have a crush on you. I think at that point, it all depends on their preference. At that point, it's yeah. like, I are you into I'm, it? Because I'm into it. I fuck with studs. Yeah, and obviously most people think I'm a stud because yeah. I'm more masculine presenting. Whatever. I. Get that I identify as a STEM because I like to I'm switch a STEM up. Too. I like to I like to switch a You know, it's there's power in that. Yeah. Um, but I've had my like time where like 
in my first beginnings of coming out, I was just like, yeah, feminine women because I'm more tomboyish. That's what right. I know. And it's then, like, and it was almost like a norm. Like I, like what you were saying, I thought since I dressed masculine, I had, had to, to be, be with, it, yeah, with someone right. who was feminine. But even that's, so that's weird. something else I'm also like doing deep work on and like learning and realizing that like, it's just a woman that you right. are. Right. Right. And it's so funny that it comes to that because it's like, yeah. I'm a heavy switch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like to be in bed unless both people are being pleased. Like, yeah. I'm all about it. Like, right. unless for whatever reason, like, it's just whatever. But it's just like, I'm big on the switch vibes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's crazy that people correlate how you dress to mm-hmm. your gender roles. Yo. Like, Yo. just because I dress like this doesn't mm-hmm. mean I got to pay for the bill. Right. Just because I dress like this doesn't mean I'm going to wear the strap. Yeah. Right. Just because I dress like this doesn't mean that I'm going to pay all the bills. Right. Like, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's so important. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. women are so empowering because it's just like, mm-hmm. as a woman, we could mm-hmm. do it all. But yeah, at the end of the day, like, as women, the masculine and feminine comes mm-hmm. all the way back to energy and, like, how mm-hmm. we dress and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. It doesn't have to do with what happens in the bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. we're women. We're powerful. We're beautiful. We yeah. are enough. We are worthy. Period. And we deserve love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like kind of like what y'all were saying, it kind of reminds me of, like, like how straight cishet men, like, look at women. It's, like, mm-hmm. so hot if two, like, feminine, feminine. women. So mm-hmm. it's, like, femme for femme yeah. is, like, acceptable, but, like, mask for mask isn't right. as acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, like, again, kind of toxic masculinity yeah. spilling yep. into right. this, like, right. in a way. Which is why I think it also looked for masculine women that they couldn't fuck with masculine women. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like, oh, well, that's that's not something uh-huh. we see on yeah, right. TV or, like, in no. society. Yeah, like, that's, that's gay <laughs> that's gay. 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 Yeah. That's not fun yeah. gay. Yeah, so it's like, the fuck? But now we see so many people doing it. I love it. To each his own. Like, yeah, man. absolutely. We forget. All right. We I, have, I have one last question. So, yeah, sexy, Le- sexy Lexi. <laughs> we can oh, go all night. Sexy Lexi, I've been stalking you. And, all right, I don't think we're ever going to have someone on the show who has, an, who has an OnlyFans. Oh and we've been talking oh, a lot about, about femininity. And I know yes. on, I went on your OnlyFans and I saw your picture and I was like, ooh, she real fam. So, my question <laughs> is, she real fam. So my question is, very related to the last one. Do girls feel some type of way when you tell them that you have an OnlyFans? Not when I tell them how much money they could be making too. Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) And me in. But I think, again, it Uh just comes like, I got introduced to OnlyFans by one of my really good friends. Mm -hmm. And at the time, her OnlyFans was being run by her boyfriend. So she was taking all the photos. And all these men were DMing her, you're so sexy, you're so sexy. Little did they know, her boyfriend was the one was like, thank you, baby. <laughs> Here's a picture of my tits. Uh-huh. And he Wait, was but, running but all she the knew messages. This. She what? knew this. The girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, he was, getting, he was yeah. getting a cut because he was running the page for her. Oh, okay. Manager. And it's, it's cool because OnlyFans is very diverse. People think like, oh, OnlyFans is porn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's not true. Like, I'm not on there. I, I'm not doing porn, you know? Like, I'm not a porn star. Uh-huh. Um, I have friends who are, and that's totally valid. Mm-hmm. Get it, baby. <laughs> but me, myself, my OnlyFans is a lot for um, masculine and feminine expression in my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot. I'm a dancer, so I do a lot of different things on there. And most of it, you know, I do a lot of artistic nude. Mm-hmm. And most of it is just, like... You said artistic what? Artistic nude. Okay, what that means? So, like, nudes that, like... Are very creative and artistic. Mm-hmm. I can show you after. after okay, the I want to see. I'll show y'all. But um, yeah, long story short is like I I create art. 
So it's like okay. I use I use my OnlyFans for that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not on there trying to like use people or steal people's money. I really do create um, connections with people on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, I've created a, a bunch of really cool. Just like I've had, a, I have a lot of support. There are a lot mm-hmm. of people who support me and just show love to me and really believe in me and mm-hmm. think I have a great vision for different things I do. And I just like to create art. And I think the female body is art. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of mm-hmm. that. And um, I dance on there. I do some of my sexy strip teases oh, on yeah. there. Uh-huh. So I have fun on there. But it's helped me a lot in my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because like what we said is I feel like since I dress like this, I've always felt like I had to act kind of like a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. So OnlyFans has definitely helped me explore my femininity mm-hmm. where, you know, I can maybe put on a little lingerie and I, and I could feel sexy and mm-hmm. I could feel, you know, I could, I don't know, I could kind of just like dance around and, and be sexy and like just play and get to know yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely helped in that way. So mm-hmm. subscribe. <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna add her her little only fans on the description so go yeah, ahead everything's every mm-hmm. all my socials are the same so it's the same as my instagram you can find it mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm super open about it i think it's just really helped me as a person especially mm-hmm. on my self-love journey it's like now i could look in the mirror and i could really look at myself and be like wow like, i'm sexy like mm-hmm. and that's where kind of sexy lexi comes from is like a that. lot of it it's not me being conceited it's yeah. me learning how to love myself mm-hmm. as you should so mm-hmm. yes that's where it comes from. Oh, awesome. Love that. Any last questions y'all got for us, for each other, before we wrap it up? No, but I do just want to say thank you. And I'm really yeah. inspired mm-hmm. by what you guys are doing for the community. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to a few of my friends. And um, I just love that it's kind of like lesbian based. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I love the LGBTQ plus community as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for mm-hmm. each of those letters and communities to have their own things Mm -hmm. and i think it's really good to like bring communities together that are all women Mm -hmm. and even there are plenty of people like you said we have you guys have a a few straight women who are Mm -hmm. viewers Mm -hmm. and supporters and i think things like this are really important for them Mm -hmm. because representation matters right and people are confused and Mm -hmm. as much as a little bit um since we came out so long ago I got so comfortable with being gay and out and yeah. proud mm-hmm. that I forgot that people are still in the closet. I mm-hmm. forgot that people are still coming out. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. that people are still struggling. Mm-hmm. I yeah. forgot that people are still getting hate. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to bring that to the surface that like people are still going through shit. So yeah. be kind and accept mm-hmm. everybody for who they are. Yeah, yeah that's it. And I appreciate mm-hmm. y'all a lot. Aww, I appreciate y'all you. because like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I mean with all the like I feel like the TikTok mm-hmm. drama and stuff that lesbian <laughs> TikTok drama yeah. I honestly just feel like y'all are such a beautiful representation of like a healthy couple so mm-hmm. it's really nice to, Thank you. to be Aww. here and I can tell y'all definitely do the work and mm-hmm. like I said I don't know we just met today like I don't know too much about y'all but <laughs> uh-huh. I'm excited to keep connecting with you guys and mm-hmm. stay in touch and I'm, I'm really big on connections so I'm excited Likewise. to I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Let's all go travel somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm down, I'm down. Why not? Give us your handles one more time. Um, where the road forks with two underscores. Mm-hmm. At Lexi Peters with two S's and an E at the end of Lexi. If you don't you. fucking follow him, you fucking up. <laughs> but right now Period. on Instagram, if you look me up, I'm probably like flagged because I posted like a little too sexy Lexi picture. <laughs> um, so just make sure you type too it in all the way. Lexi. They'll put it somewhere on here. Just make sure you type it in and it will yeah. come up. We'll add it to the description. (laughs) So thank you guys again. I truly, we truly appreciate it. And it was even so much better that it was in person. So much better. Thank you. Today. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Lexi and Kristen. Thank them. I want to thank them again. 
for coming on. We appreciate it. Very much fun. Always nice to have guests in person. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we're going to get into this family meeting real quick. Run down on a few questions. Okay. All right. So the first question is, so I've been with my girlfriend for a year and she won't let me use a strap on her. But she has with other people in the past. What should I do and what should I think? Because I do have needs and wants also. Um, I feel like I can understand um, comparing it to her past relations. Like if you've done it before, why should it be any different now? But I think we also have to keep in mind um, that she probably didn't even want to do it then. And she did it then thinking that, oh, you know, I have to be the person who does these things for my partner. And maybe she's just in a space where she just realized I don't have to do what my partner wants all the time. You know, like if I'm not comfortable with it, then I just don't want to do it. Um, so I can only see that being one one reason, you know, mm-hmm. maybe just she's just not into it like she used to. I mean, it's okay. Like we all change after some time just because we let other people do things and we experience certain things doesn't mean it's something that we want to continuously experience, you know? Um, but if that's like a big deal for you, that's a conversation. Like we always say, you know, sex has to be an open conversation with your partner at all times. Um, and you got to be able and open to listen both ways. Um, how do you feel about? I mean, I think that maybe she's just not that comfortable with her, or maybe she realized, like, listen, this is something that I tried and I just don't like it. Yeah, right. And I'm not willing to try it again because I already know that I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. She's just not into being, you know, pleasing. Yeah, I guess for others, if it's not beneficial to her, so you just gotta respect that. Um, mm-hmm. but again, like it's subject to change. You never know. But if that's not working, find another, find another way, you know, again, strap isn't everything. It doesn't have to be the main event. It doesn't have to be an event at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many other ways where we can have sexual relations and please each other without having to worry about strap. Yeah. So, um, just find another way and then just keep an open conversation and maybe she'll eventually change her mind. Mm hmm. That's all I can give. Yeah, for sure. All right, next question. Just recently decided to go out with onto the dating scene. Went out for the first time with a girl I met online and everything was going great. The vibes and attractions was there. We both had a few drinks. I guess her tolerance was low. So she ended up stumbling and not really making sense of anything. She said she wanted to leave. I took her home. And walked her to her door because she wasn't because she wasn't all there, and haven't heard from her since. Normally, very active on IG. Um, I'm wor- I'm actually worried. What do you think? What do you think any of this means? Can't see shit. I mean, it, she could potentially be embarrassed. Like, I mean, hopefully she's safe. Like, hopefully she's still posting and alive. Well, That's yeah. my first concern. And second of all, yeah, she's probably just embarrassed. Sometimes it can be a little embarrassing when we show our ass the first oh, night. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been guilty of that. I got really fucked up one time. Um, mind you, it's already hard to get some people you like out in these streets to hang out with you. And when that happened, I ended up getting shit faced. Didn't even know how to act. 
completely made a fucking ass of myself. And it was what it was. I mean, you gotta take it for what it is. So she's either probably embarrassed or, you know, it. I guess that's a shitty way of saying, ah, I just wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Well, yeah. I wouldn't take it personal. No, I wouldn't take it personal either. She probably just is embarrassed, like, and she don't know how to act now. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, I mean, reach out and mm-hmm. talk to her if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, don't wait for her to reach out. Like, obviously, I would give it a couple days, but if it's, you know, that conversation's way past due right. and you're still interested, you know, I would suggest hitting her up like, hey, are you okay? How have mm-hmm. you been? Like, like, where are we at after this, right. you know? shindig uh-huh. um and you just gotta have to take it for what it is you know if if it's something that she's not interested in pursuing then mm-hmm. hey it is what it is cool but you know at least she would have told you that right well um yeah reach out and take what you can get if she's not giving anything that's fine you know leave her ass there moving on <laughs> that's really it <laughs> well we can't dwell on everything and everybody you know right well that's it for our family meeting on this yeah. episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy Halloween. Um, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Please leave us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you um, like what you're listening. I mean, if you like what you <laughs> listen to. And to all the new listeners, um, thank you guys. Welcome. Let me give you a hug. A yeah. Um, and yeah, help us with the algorithm. Like, yeah. if you guys comment on videos or like videos, it, it's able to other people to see it, and we're able to get more followers, more subscribers, and yeah, yeah. Also, thank you to all the recent subscribers. We hit five k. Yeah. It's. I want to say it's been a long time coming, but at the same time, I feel like it's it that's pretty good for the amount of time yeah we've been doing this i think that's awesome so it's hard to get subscribers on youtube if you don't do clickbait yeah which means that you know when people say like like the caption of the video is like some crazy shit or like some yeah. like oh like scandalous or like <laughs> sexy like if we were making out and we were and we were to caption it how to make out i'm telling you that she will get mad views because yeah. people people are like just people clicking on it shit. but we're not doing that Right. We'll be honest. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Peace. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.